How's it going, coaches? Welcome to week three of the Roundups. I'm in the studio with another coach. We've got your coach of the Torfin Typhoons. It's Coach Parker in the studio today. How's it going? Hello, hello. Very good, thanks. How are we doing? Yeah, not bad. Pleasure to have you in. Yeah, so, thanks for having me. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's good to get down and talk about some scanning. So I think before we jump into the Roundups, we'll just talk about your season a little bit as well. Obviously, it's not been the hottest start, but what do you think's going wrong just now? Oh man, it's yeah, it's it's not been great, especially after last year. Um, I was at the highest finish last year, it's third, and then uh, back to reality this time around. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna go for the the easy the easy uh, excuse with a couple of injuries in the last few weeks, but um, yeah, I'm making making a few moves, so I'm kind of hopeful that we can start building on something, um, maybe improve that deficit at the moment, but. You never know, like you never know with fantasy. No, for sure. It's still early doors as well. So I Yeah, where we have got fourteen weeks left or so, fourteen games, sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. So, I think there's like twenty one matchups in the whole season. Right, okay. So you've got a fair bit to go yet. Yeah. But um yeah. You've got a lot of good players, so just maybe need the injuries to clear up and then the That's the exactly yeah, I kinda yeah, I sort of doubled down on a few of those box players and They've been hit by a couple of bad injuries, so yeah, patience, but also need to be active now. See what's going on in the on the waivers list and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. I've noticed you've been active, but let's get into it. Um, Sounds good. We'll start off with me against Cami, the demons versus the orcs. This is obviously a write-off because Cami didn't do any of his lineups, so there's not much to say there. Otherwise, the, the fact that it was just an easy win for me. Um, yeah, it looks like it. orcs taking a week off. Yeah, just coasting. So I think that's a bit undeserved. I had a really shit week. I'll take the points. Uh, moving on to the Mages versus the Canucks. This is a huge matchup because um, Jack kind of held that right until the end. I don't know if you're yeah. keeping track of the scores, but it was neck and neck. Kind yeah, of that was the battle of the week for sure. Stood out very close. Unfortunate for Jack as well to come so close. And I would have loved to see Jordan getting a loss on the board because he's been doing really good to start the season. Yeah, man, defending champion, though, like, he's just active as hell, picking up players. I think it was like a 15-point swing in the end, was it? So yeah, it was yeah. Like the players he picked up, done the job for him. He's been really good with his waiver pickups as well, so I think it was just good coaching from Finlay there. That's it. He's uh, got a good draft in, in ball as well. He's been amazing so far. I think that's like the soundbite from every other week. He's been getting a lot of points. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of guys on this roster. The uh, Nicholas Batum pickup. I had my eyes on him, and he's been filling up loads of points. Just random old guy. Yeah, French guy. Yeah, seems to be a theme on Jordan's rosters. The old men delivering the stats. I don't know if it's sustainable for the season, but but yeah, we normally like for the time being, man. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. You'll have to enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> um, so what we'll normally do is I'll hand over to you for an MVP. Oh, of that Mages? The Mages Canucks? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Tough call. I mean, we, we sort of touched it there with, with Ball. I was looking at some of the figures earlier, and I think he was one of the highest scoring in Jordan's team. But like you say, it's a shame because uh, Jack did sort of battle to the end. He had a lot of players sort of topping over 100 points there, so... 
you'd be disappointed. But yeah, it looks to be uh, Lawrence Evolve. Good draft, and it's sort of paying dividends now. Like it's doing good. Yeah, I agree. Lonzo uh, was actually the top performer the whole week with two hundred and three points. Mostly done. So, uh, the stink selection. I'll go for. Oh, it's going to be a tricky one. There's got a lot of good players on these rosters, and who's been all that stinky? I think we're going to call out the fact that Ben Simmons on Jack's team is still dithering about. I noticed last week he'd started getting fines from the organization for like refusing uh, to get mental help because he's been claiming like anxiety for not playing. Wow, right, okay. Doctors at all. So they've started taking away his game checks to kind of make him, you know, go to the doctor and stuff and see if it's, well, is this a real thing or is it, um, you know, he's just trying to facilitate a trade away. So interesting. Not really Jack's fault, but just a stinky player to have on your roster just now, Ben Simmons. No idea what's going to happen with him and how long he's going to be out for. Moving on, we have the Punishers versus the Raiders. This is another close matchup. Yeah, that looked tight up until the weekend, pretty much, right? That was that was a bit of, a, bit of an arm wrestle. Um, yeah, exactly. Like still struggling as well. He's got the, the third defeat in a row. Like, it's... Yeah, just need to just to keep active, I guess. I mean, he's still got some really good scorers in their Turner. Yeah, the problem the problem that Ali's having, I think this week was injuries really fucked him over, um, and Isaac's no slouch. His team's looking really really strong, so it was yeah. not the matchup you want to be going into with the amount of injuries Ali had. I think there was like three or four guys, uh, various injuries and COVID protocols, and that was just when Isaac was able to pull away at the end, which is a bit of a shame. Um, it's a big statement from the Raiders coach. You know, uh, he started off strong. He did have an early loss, but he's still looking good. Massive points this uh, this matchup. Yeah, absolutely. He's got a veteran option there with Chris Paul pulling in some big numbers. I'm just looking at some of the breakdowns now, 176 points. Yeah, he's dangerous. Um I'm not looking forward to facing some of these teams. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking at my uh, schedule coming up and it's a lot of scary boys in a row for me. So I don't think my undefeated streak's going to last too much longer. There's a lot of uh, strength on the other side I've not faced yet. But, um, yeah, the Punishers, led by Miles Turner, I think we called that out, me and Ali, at the start of um, the start of the scanning just after the draft that this was a pickup that really, really went unnoticed for one dollar. His last five games, fifty-five points, thirty points, sixty-nine points, forty-five points, forty-seven points. He's been balling out. It's quite unreal actually. Yeah, that's a crazy run of form right there. But yeah. Against uh, that this week as well. <laughs> it's not <good. laughs> it's uh, surely Ali's gonna turn it around soon. I think that extra IR spot might help him out this week. We'll yeah, I noticed he sort of instigated that the other night. Um, yeah, I'm glad we've got that, that option on board now. Yeah, for sure. It's nice. Strength and depth. It's nice just being able to get that extra player in. I always like having more guys on the roster. But yeah, um, let's get your MVP for the matchup. It's a tough one here. Uh, so just looking down some of the stats, I think it needs to be Turner, just off the back of what you said, with a crazy bit of form he's on at the moment. Yeah. For sure. I think um, for $1 as well, value like that, fantastic to see. Ali will be loving that. It's just a shame he couldn't get the win. For my stink selection, seeing Patrick Beverly here, 
Um, is came in. I don't think he played more than one game, but the game that he did come in on, he's only pulled in ten points, so that's a waste of a an acquisition. I don't think it would have changed the game too much, but you know you want to be making the most out of these weekly pickups. And Patrick Beverly is a stinky guy in general, so I'm just going to call him out. Exposed, exposed. Shout out to Derek Rose though. Get some game time, three points in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good to see him still cracking on. <laughs> Not having the best time. I wonder, uh, I'm just going to scope him out. I thought he was playing quite good. Did he just have a stinker? It might have um, just been that he came in on Sunday. Let's just check it out. I think um, you might actually have just called out a better stink than me because it looks like he's came in on the second, put up three points, got dropped, and then put up 24, 51, and 35. So that was Tuesday, he was dropped, and then he's returned, you know, 70, almost 100 points in the next two, three days. So that's a stink selection. We're going to take back Patrick Beverly, and Derek Rose is going to be the stink selection for this one. Moving on, we've got the Rippers against the Typhoons. So, yeah. yeah, that was a, another disappointing one. I think you can, you can take us through this one, Stuart. Yeah, so much the same as that sort of arm wrestle in the previous matchup. It was tight up into the weekend. Um, I was sort of looking through the squads as well, and it looks like we both sort of acquired the same amount, amount of players um, streaming and picking them up, but 18 against 18. But yeah, in the end, there's just so many more sort of prolific scorers on that team. Um, I kind of let down with my injuries to, to Big Drew, but... Um, yeah, and in the end, the better team won in that case, I suppose. Um, Ricky Rubio, like, I don't know where he's came from, but he seems to be pulling it out. Yeah, I, I kind of thought he was a flash in the pan. I dropped him a while back after streaming him, but it seems like, I think now that Colin Sexton's out, Rubio's got the green light for the Cavs to go out there and just shoot the ball, facilitate some plays, and he's going to be racking up points. Yeah, he's an influential guy, like... But no, um, yeah, better team there with the Rippers. They got it done on the Saturday and finished it off pretty convincingly on the Sunday night. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too close. But I think Corey's team do look quite good as well. It's quite an even sort of spread. I think aside from the injuries, I think we're all sort of quite closely linked in terms of what our teams are going to be able to output. So it looks like it's going to come down to the coaching and come down to the injuries and how that gets handled. And unfortunately, you were just on the bad end of some bad luck. Yeah, there was Brogdon there. He got in junior the, the start of that weekend. Uh, Holly's been out. And then Chris Middleton as well with that sort of COVID protocol. So kind of my big guns. That's three of the big guns getting hit there. So it's not ideal. But uh, yeah, we'll go again this week. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, that leads us nicely into a little trade alert that happened towards the end of the... Was it yesterday? Yeah, that was yesterday, yesterday evening. So we saw uh, Bradley Beal leaving your team, and in return you picked up Jamarant and Buddy Held. That's right, yeah. It's quite a spicy trade, I think. Um... certainly is, yeah. I wasn't sure what the crack was after Kami's sort of inactivity, uh, but yeah, he's obviously looking to switch stuff up, and I was sort of happy to oblige, so see how it turns out. Yeah, quite right. I think... Um... That's quite a good trade both ways. I know Bradley 
is a bit of an anti-vax guy, isn't he? Have you read anything about that? I have not. No, I haven't realised that. I think he could be in trouble with missing some games if there's any more COVID stuff going on and vax requirements and things like that. He might be a, a guy that doesn't get on road trips. So uh, you might have dodged some bullets there. Jammer Ant looked insane at the start of the season. Yeah, I'll be honest, the whole sort of COVID thing wasn't wasn't really a factor. I never really realised that. But like you say, sort of Morant, he seems to be scoring quite a lot night to night. So I just I just sort of fancy that consistency. Um, same with Buddy. So let's yeah. see how it goes. I think it's it's an interesting one for sure. I wouldn't be able to call a winner, but I think you've both you've both got something in the bag there. It's quite a nice one to see. Uh, since this was your matchup, I'm going to call the MVP. Uh, I think it's quite straightforward for me. It's got to be Miles Bridges because not only has he put up a very respectable score for the week, but he's just been outstanding for the whole season so far. Uh, I just want to give him a shout out. He's been sensationally good. Yeah, man, uh, I'd agree. Like, uh, had a lot of, a lot of other coaches sniffing about with a few uh, trade offers for him, but I'm, I'm kind of keen to hold on and see, see how the longest run keeps up. For sure, it's uh, another one dollar pickup as well. So, you know, he's for one dollar, you're getting bang for your buck. I think he's like a top twenty player just now, which is pretty insane. Yeah, I don't know if he's got he's tied down to any contracts as well, so. Pretty big year for him uh, if he's looking to go elsewhere in the league. Yeah, it could be a big breakout. Get the what is it they say? Get the bag, get the the big contract tied down, and just play yeah. for it. Absolute payday for him. Exactly. Um, and then I'll put it over to you for the stink selection. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Big Robert Covington. Just he's one of those who relied on him in, in the past. Last year he was. Sort of popped up to help out now and again, but this format's not really been suiting to the, the way he's been playing the last few weeks. So, yeah, yeah, he, uh, he came in with three points last week. So, uh, yeah, he's been binned <laughs> straight back on the bench. I noticed he's actually popped off the past few days. God damn it, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's been shite to start the season, and um, I don't know if it's through other injuries and in the Trailblazers or what's going on, but his minutes went up. Against uh, 30 minutes, 36 points. Then in his next game, 34 minutes, 31 points. And then his next game, 32 minutes, 36 points. So, yeah, that sounds about right. Fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> You've been swiftly swept up by Jack this morning. Uh, has he? I was just going to check on that. Yeah, fair play to Jack. Like, he's, he's pretty reactive there. So, But uh, he has been shite. He's been kind of a classic fantasy under the radar guy. So it's a shame. That he hasn't been so good. Maybe it's just a bad start to the season, or I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know if he'll be able to get back to his heights that he used to hit. Yeah, we shall see. The trades. There's not really been many other activities. I mean, quite quite surprising how few trades we've had this year. I guess it's the early days. Everyone's sort of getting bedded in, but yeah, I think um, you know you kind of always have this higher value of your own players as well than you do from people on other people's rosters. So it's quite hard to get these trades to work. And I think once the points, we have a bit more like data 
for the average points to be a bit more meaningful, then we'll see more trades because it's easier to say, well, this is actually what this person's worth. They're underperforming or they're overperforming, whereas now you don't know where people are going to settle. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's still a bit ambiguous, so give it a few weeks and we'll see. Totally. But it's been super active on the waivers. Um, there's loads of streaming, loads of pickups, which is nice to see. Yeah, so, absolutely. That extra IR spot as well. It's yeah. More active, so. Absolutely. Um, let's move on to next week and the predictions. So I think we're going to start off with you against Ali. Um, the Battle of the Bums. Yeah, it's the bottom feeders. It is. Both you guys now have a chance to get your first win. And, you know, there's no way anyone's leaving this without a win. So someone is going to be winless after this week. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a scrap, like proper old-fashioned scrap relegation battle. I honestly think if I can keep up with the players on the night and, and get enough sort of guys in the roster each night from streaming, then I'll, I'll maybe scratch Maybe scratch a draw. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, um, you know, Ali's suffering just now. He's got a lot of um, either injured guys or there's a couple of COVID restrictions as well. I know uh, Tobias Harris, Jacob Poetel, when we say his name, these are quite like heavy hitters for his team. And they're on the bench. They're not even an IR. So I think he's got oh, yeah, like four. He's got four. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So he's hurting just now. So I think if you can hit the waivers, you can pick up the games, maybe the roster, uh, the schedule's already in your favour, it's going to be close. Yeah, it should be a good one. I think if I have to call a winner, I'm going to have to put my money on Ali, because he's just got the pedigree, he's a proven winner, um, and I did think he had the better team at the start of the season, so, I'm Dude, sorry. You just pumped me up there, you just pumped me up and then burst the blame. <laughs> I'm sorry to go against you, but, um, yeah, i I don't know. It's going to be close. I think it could go either way. Um, next up, we've got the Rippers versus the Raiders. So both these teams are tied in second place just now. Um, it's going to be a hard week for both coaches. But I think, looking at it, Isaac has been sensational last week. Yeah, highest scoring, right? Yeah, his team's really, really strong. Corey's not been bad either, but I I don't have too much to say other than I think Isaac's got this one. Yeah, agreed. I'll just sit back and enjoy the matchup, I think, but um, some big scorers there, so I reckon it'll go close. Yeah, it's definitely going to run close. I don't think there's too much drama in the background. It's just going to be a, a good matchup to keep an eye on. Obviously, the battle for second place. Next up, we've got the Demons versus the Mages. So that's me against Jack. Um, Jack's been looking really strong, and I had a shit week last week. So I'm not too sure on my position coming into this. I don't know if it was my schedule last week was crap or what was going on, but I'm a little bit worried going into this one. It seems a bit like uh, Jack. Jack's put together quite a good uh, squad. He's been strong on the waivers, and um, yeah, I I'm a bit concerned. Yeah, I'm just trying to look at the sort of the results from last night. Get a bit of a baseline. It's teched. 
Yeah, that's another tight one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Higher, pretty much. Okay. Um, I looked at the the schedules I do every week, and it seems like it's in Jack's favor, which is a bit annoying. Uh, I've got, I think, on Wednesday, a lot of overspill with like extra games that I can't fit in, which means I have less games throughout the week. Whereas Jack's got a bit nicer of a spread. It does yeah. Um. I think that's most nights of the week. It seems like he almost always has more games every night. So I'm going to need something special. I've done a lot of tinkering, but we'll see how it goes. It's just going to be down to the players now. I think I only have two uh, roster pickups left. So I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and back the team that I'm in charge of for the win. But I wouldn't be surprised to see the win streak coming to an end here. I'm going to go the opposite way. Um, I think it will be poetic if Big Robert Covington steps up and gets the job done. <laughs> but yeah, interesting. I went against you. <laughs> yeah, interesting with Ben Simmons though, with that whole uh, sort of side plot. That's disappointing because he's yeah, it's pretty impactful. I notice he's still sitting on his IR as well. So yeah yeah for sure that's actually another thing i was going to speak about i had to drop michael porter jr i didn't have to but i chose to today he was you know touted as a huge candidate for a breakout season after performing last year i think i spent like 15 16 bucks on him and he's injured his back um out indefinitely for the for uh, for the foreseeable future yeah i've cut ties with him he's had a shit start to the season as well and no one really wanted to buy low for him so He's been cast away. Um, and then finally, we've got the Orcs versus the Canucks. So Cammy's promised us that he's back in action and he's going to be setting his lineups. Jordan was having a bit of a tantrum about that last night. Uh, he obviously wants to protect his unbeaten run so far and maybe he's a little bit nervous looking at Cammy's team. But I don't think there's too much drama here. I think Jordan can lock this one down. His team started off really strong for the week, uh, massively ahead of everyone. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, defending champion there again. Still dominating after last night. But we'll see how it goes if Curry can sort of keep up that for this week. Yeah, the performance last night, Steph Curry. Oh, yeah, for sure. It'd be really interesting to see uh, how much points Cammy would have got if he was setting his lineups because it looks like he's got some pretty solid players on his team. Yeah, I'm just trying to get in at his, his lineups now, but. I'm sure Harden. Yeah, I'm sure there's a few players there that can contribute. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Harden, Curry, they were benched for like the whole thing last, last week. That can't be right. I don't know. Anyway, I think uh, it's got to be another one for Jordan, making it 4-0. The real interest is um, if Cammy's team can do it if they're actually getting coached. I know he got a win in week one and he hasn't really coached since then, so maybe uh, he's a bit of an underdog, a bit of a dark horse. Sleeping giant. Uh, exactly. Uh, and then, yeah, I think that's probably all we've got to speak about tonight. So the last thing that we can do, Stuart, is I'm going to hand it over to you and you can just give us a little, uh, little outro and just say a little piece. Uh, before that, just say good night to everyone. Thanks for listening. Take care and I'll see you next week.
yeah, thanks for having me, man. Good to catch up. Wish everyone all the best for the, the week that remains. Potential absolute rocket, and yeah, it's a bit. Oh, 